When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devils podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. New customers who bet just $1 on any NFL team to score can win $100 in free bets if they do score. It's just that simple as we get the DraftKings Sportsbook app when you sign up using that promo code PHNX. Once again, joined by Sean DePaz. How we doing? Yo, how are we? I'm good, man. I got back from a workout just now. I love that. Um, I live in an old people neighborhood, so it was cut short um, by about 15 minutes because um, old people wanted to use the machines I was using, and uh, I just walked away, um, and then I ran up a, a little hill next to my house. Nice. Yeah, so I'm feeling good. Um, I do wish I was in Las Vegas, though. As do I. Are you a Las Vegas guy? Do you like it? Um, I'm not like a huge trip guy, but I mean, yeah. you know, there's so kind of a, some some big for ASU happening this week, and uh, one of my best friends lives up there, so I do oh, nice. I do enjoy um I do enjoy being up there in Vegas for sure. Yeah, I I I just like losing money like a ton. So Understandable. Very excited for that. I'm going to I'm staying at Wild Horse Pass Casino on Thursday and Friday, um, and they have live craps tables there. Ooh. And I've been trying to recapture the magic that happened last time I was in Vegas. There was a, for any of you craps players listening, um, there was a point where uh, I forget what it's called, but the roller was rolling for a good 45 minutes and he hit every single number and everybody at the table won so much money. And it was so, so fun. Um, so hopefully we can recreate some of that. But I have a feeling I'm going to be losing a bunch of money this weekend. I don't know why. Um, yeah. I think probably. I've been, I've been too hot sports betting, which. <laughs> If you haven't watched our betting show, Sean was on this morning, yeah. so you definitely should tune in on that. One of the games that we're betting on got canceled, though, and we'll get to that later. Um, but first, we'll do our preview show tomorrow about the Las Vegas Bowl. But today, I just kind of wanted to, like, why do we care show? Like, why should why should ASU fans watch this game? I know there's a lot of disdain, and people are upset with the program and coaching and disgruntled JD5 fans. Why should you, as a Sunday fan, watch this game? Um, because I saw a funny graphic on Twitter today, and it was like the oh, what it say? It was like the 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 thinking, pro- the thought process of watching a bowl game, and it was like, is your team in the SEC? Yes, no, and then if you said no or yes, it was like, did you did you win? And they go no, and then it was like, well, getting up for conference games is hard, and then there was a bunch of different ones. Like, <laughs> and then it was like, if, if your team's not in the SEC and you lost, but there was no COVID players out, the answer was bowl games are stupid. Blah blah blah. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, I just wanted to open this up. Do you like all of the bowl games? Like, not as a casual fan because obviously they're fun to watch and they're fun to bet on, um, but. Just like the idea of it, do you enjoy the process of a bowl game? Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's more football, and I feel yeah. like um like obviously there's the guys that opt out for draft or whatever, mm-hmm. but I feel like for the most part, like guys love playing football, so for them and a chance to play another game um, is exciting. But as yeah, as a fan, I just 
I mean, I feel like they I, I feel like they add value in the sense that like a you get to see teams play each other that you often wouldn't get to see play each other, which I think is always fun. Um, but I just I don't think it does any harm. Like you're playing football, yeah. that's what you're there for. So yeah. and well. and so the only like reason why it wouldn't really matter for people is like if you're not going to the NFL draft, if you're a lower tier school and this is your last year, but in the same time, it's like it's your last hurrah with yeah with your teammates. Um, so you, you're going to play your heart out. Cause I mean, these guys love each other, um, especially this ASU team. They're really close. Um, and one of those guys that's uh, doing that is Tyler Johnson. Um, I, I would assume he probably makes some noise on an NFL practice squad at least, um, but he's, he, he's going to play in this game. Um, so we're just going to kind of go over some guys. What does this game mean for them? And we'll start with Tyler Johnson. I mean, a guy who really, really great story, you know, medically retired, came back, um, had a really, really outstanding year. Was one of the only bright spots on this ASU defense when they did struggle in a couple games. Um, but for the most part, I mean, he, I feel like he was – him and DJ Davidson were both really big reasons why the secondary was able to thrive and why this team wasn't giving up more than 200 passing yards per game. And I, I think it was because of the pressure and also the coverage down feels incredible and there will be without um, – Chase Lucas and Jack Jones in this game, obviously, because they opted out. But yeah. I, I think that, that that the defensive line was a big part of the secondary success. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you I mean, you mentioned a couple of the opt outs. So kind of when you have mm. those guys, you have someone like him that's playing the game and has been playing this year. Like it's a chance for him to take on even more of like kind of that leadership and responsibility. Um, I feel like in. in it's just, I mean, you mentioned like the, his story and being retired and all of that. I mean, yeah. I feel like obviously ASU's expectations for the season were much higher. But when you go through something like that, just to just be able to get to a, a bowl game and play a big role in your team getting to a bowl game and then having a chance to kind of ball out and and beat like a, a Wisconsin team that hopefully would beat a Wisconsin team that is is a solid team. Like they started the season very good. They yeah. are kind of like ASU in the sense that they had hopes of being uh i mean a ranked team at the end of the season at the very least um it's a very i I just think it it, i feel like it might mean more to him than just about anybody on this team in terms of just like you meant like i said his story yeah uh well you're getting a big 10 team um so the over under is set pretty low i think it was hovering around 40 or something um you're also getting the best defensive team per yards in the nation um, mm-hmm. and a team that really nobody thinks ASU is going to beat because of their lack of talent that led them to this eight and four record. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously no, you're without your two top backs, which we haven't talked about yet. Chip Trainum going to Ohio state to play linebacker. Wow. It like, <laughs> yeah, that is, <laughs> I don't even know what they're that, that, that. he's built like one i mean, yeah, I, I mean he is and, it's, and people it's, close to him say that he was incredible at linebacker in high school um and they actually thought he was better at linebacker than he was at running back so maybe we see something special i i don't know how much playing time he's gonna get but it's fun yeah. at least yeah i mean for. ohio state has a uh history of producing good defensive players yeah and so i mean if you it's it's just amazing that you go from being a running back at a, at a Pac-12 school to being a linebacker at at a top four, top five program in the country. Yeah. Um, so, like, I mean, like you said, it's don't know what kind of playing time he's going to get, but that is uh, just an absolutely like yeah. fascinating move. You don't see that ever really. Yeah. So. Um, 
Next guy, probably the biggest guy. This game really means a lot to him to kind of set the tone for 2022. JD5, Jaden Daniels, um, a lot of heat thrown his way, a lot that I didn't really uh, not agree with. I understand why he's getting some flack from ASU fans, but I've said this all year. I think his red hot freshman year really kind of screwed him because there wasn't really a ceiling to burst through after he reached. I think we saw the best JD5. I mean, we did see the best 85 we've seen when he was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he's really lost much talent. Like, I don't think it's, it's – it's, I don't think it's like mental either. I think it's just a product of what this team is and the more run-heavy it's become yeah. and how it's coached, the schemes and all that. Yeah, he's missing some throws. And, you know, he, he's got a beautiful Russell Wilson-type deep ball that y- y- you see him misfire on more often than not now. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he's done. I mean, people think people are calling people were calling for him to be replaced and people were calling for him to transfer and whatnot. I mean, the draft is definitely not uh, a possibility right now. So yeah. that, that, but still, I, I didn't really agree with it. So what do you what do you think this game means for what What are you what are you expecting to see out of Jaden Daniels this game? I mean, I, I want to see like a great performance. Obviously, like we were just talking about doesn't have his top two running backs and yeah. his top receiver in one of those running backs. So like. It's this in terms of the offense, it's going to be on him. You can't, you don't have, um, you, I mean, you don't have anyone else to rely on really. Like it's, it's on him. So, I mean, I'm really hoping to see him, um, like he struggled a little bit near the end of the season. I'm so I'm really hoping to see hopefully this time off that he's had, yeah, kind of bounce back for that. Um, kind of fix, not, I mean, not fix, but, um, kind of correct those issues that you're talking about yeah. with the deep ball. Um, but really, I just want to see him both through the air and on the ground, because like I said, missing his top two running backs, like it's um, going to be the offense. Is, it, it relies on him. And so yeah. it, it, I just want to see him go out there and perform the way that everyone expected him to f- perform going into the season. Yeah. And at least at the very least, go into next season with this being his last performance, because obviously, like I said, he struggled a little bit near the end of the season. You don't want to see him struggle here. And then we go into 2020 with just everyone expecting nothing from him. And, and it just being kind of like a, a, a downturn in the, uh, in the expectations for next yeah. year. So <clears throat> I just want to see him end on a good note. And I mean, that's all you can really ask for, for this team in general, is just end on a good note going into next season. So we're not just continually yeah. continuing to go downhill. Yeah. I think, I, I I think some players I I've just been hearing that this is not the end of the transfers. I mean, obviously it's not, but yeah. I I've been hearing some names receiver wise that might get out of here. I mean, obviously Johnny Wilson is gone, but um, I'm hearing more guys. So I think this game, especially without Rashad White and obviously um, Chip Trinum, I mean Daniel and Gata, it's going to be a big game for him. But I think that's even. I think the loss of Rashad White and Chip Trainum is bigger for JD5 than it is in Gata because now mm-hmm. you're looking at what this offense is going to look like next year for the most part. Yeah. Um, you, you can't rely on this all-conference, which you should have been all-Pac-12 team one. I just don't get it. Yeah. All-conference running back in your backfield, you can't rely on him anymore. So Jaden's really going to – he can't be bailed out by dump-offs. And if JD5 comes out, throws for – 250, three touchdowns, runs for 60, and they get the win against a really, really good defense. Um, it's hard to carry momentum into from one from the last game of the season into the next year. Yeah. But I think that's going to do a lot, not only for his confidence, but for his appreciation that's coming from the fans and 
the confidence within him. And once 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 you get a fan base backing you, um, especially in the Pac-12 with, especially at Arizona State. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've griped about this fan base for so long. If, if he can get these play these these fans behind him um, off of just one performance, which I think is very possible, if he goes out and tears up Wisconsin somehow, um, I, it's going to do a lot for him. So I think this this game is a really a Jaden Daniels game um, for him. But as I talked about, um, Rashad White, Chip Trainum not going to be there. Daniel and God will get the start. Um, there are a couple people in the comments during some of these post-game shows earlier in the year calling for more Daniel and Gata. Um, and I always disagreed with that because not, it's not a knock on Gata. I think he's fantastic. He runs hard. Yeah. He's, he, he reminds me of a combination of Rashad White and Chip Trainum, just younger. He has that patience that both of them run with. Um, he's got some quick burst speed. He's not necessarily super fast like Rashad White, but he's quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's also a bowling ball like Chip Trainum is. So I- I'm excited to see what he can do um, in this game. Do you think this? Do you think he's has a lot of pressure on his shoulders being the number one back now? Do you think he's a little? He's almost a little worried that if he doesn't perform to his fullest potential, that that he might be looking over his shoulder come training camp. Um, I don't know. I mean, I definitely, I mean, obviously there's pressure, right? You've been waiting for this opportunity all year. Um, and like you mentioned, there was people that wanted to see him. So I think there's definitely those people that are like, okay, now we're getting to see you. You need to perform. Um, and so there's that, but I also think it's like, I mean, we talked a little bit about like, what do bowl games mean? I mean, in terms of like your hopes of winning the Pac-12 or going to the college football playoff, it means nothing. And so I feel like this is a great opportunity as opposed to playing a Utah in the Pac-12 game where there's a lot on the line. Like this is a good opportunity to see kind of what you can do and what like what he's going to be next year. But I don't know. I feel like in terms of the pressure that's on his shoulders. I feel like, like we were just talking about, there's a lot more pressure pressure on Jaden Daniels, and I feel like because of that, um, it's going to take a little bit of a little bit of that pressure off and gotta. Um, but it's it definitely. I mean, there's pressure for everybody. They need everybody wants to perform. The season didn't go the way they wanted it to, so um, there's definitely a little bit of of looking over your shoulder. Yeah, sure. I am a little worried for Ngata's confidence because just because of how good Wisconsin is at stopping the yeah. run. Um, I hope that he doesn't run for like 13 attempts for like 12 yards. Like I hope that's not yeah, what happens and he gets down on himself. I don't think it is. And even if it, it does happen, um, I don't see that really meaning much because you have a whole year to repair and maybe that even helps a little bit. So I'm really excited to see what we can get out of the uh, young buck. Um, another guy that I'm really excited for, for this game is Ricky Pearsall. Um, this is a guy who for this game, what it really means is becoming that number one guy um being the dude who everybody thought he was going to be after the first couple games of the season because he started off hot he had a couple really big games he won a couple games for the sun devils with um some bubble screens and whatnot but him going crazy against this team him and jd5 i think can that can really set the tone for next year yeah, hundred percent. I mean, we talked about how good Wisconsin's rush defense is, and so if if Ngata isn't able to get going, then you need you need that passing game to perform. And um, I mean, all the talk about this offense next year is just how abysmal the receiving core is supposed to be, and how uh, like the tough it's going to be. And so, I mean, you lost your number one receiver in Rashad White. Mm-hmm. It's a big game for Jaden Daniels. We need you need him to perform, and you want him to like you said, kind of be what that expectation was after those first few games. 
Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that Pearsall sticks with this team. Same with LV Bunker yeah. Sheldon, because um, because that's another guy who I really liked at the start of the year. Um, and then the last person we can talk about what this means for. Actually, no, we'll t- before we get there, I want to talk about Eric Gentry a little bit because um, we'll get to all of the opt outs later. But Darian Butler obviously not playing in this game. Um, I, I first of all, I just want to say I'm so excited to see Darian Butler in the league. I really yeah. think he's going to oh. be a sleeper for some team. I mean, he's one of my favorite college football players I've ever watched. Uh, I've compared him to Jamal Adams, but more of a linebacker role, edge rusher guy. Um, I think he can really make some noise. Definitely has the NFL body. Um, so without Darian Butler, Eric Gentry, who really stepped into that starting middle linebacker role, um, can can kind of set the tone for next year as being a leader of this defense as only a sophomore. I mean, he had an mm-hmm. incredible freshman year. I remember seeing him. Um, I had to be reminded that uh, he was only a freshman a couple times by the announcers because he's huge and he's he, he has a really high football IQ. Middle linebackers and linebackers in general are like some of the smartest people on the field at any given time, and he really showed it. So I'm really excited to see what he can do against the Wisconsin offense that's not very electric but can definitely put up points. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like part of it too is there's kind of that when you're playing, even obviously defenses aren't on the field at the same time, you're playing a team that has such a great defense and you have defensive uh, Big Ten linebacker of the year, second team All-American on um, Wisconsin. Like there's a, a, a... kind of a feeling where like you want to perform at that level as well. And, and it's a, it's a huge opportunity for him. You're replacing the heartbeat of this defense um, and having the opportunity to go out against a team that you mentioned their offense isn't, isn't that explosive. So it sets him up to be able to kind of show out and, and go into next season. I mean, you mentioned hard to carry over that momentum, but just kind of having this jumping off point, it's a, it's a huge, huge opportunity for him in my opinion. Yeah. I'm wondering if we're seeing more Elijah Badger also on uh, for a wide receiver. Um, going back to that, I uh, just remembered that he was a guy that every time he touched the ball, I got really excited. He had a couple end around touchdowns in the year, uh, stud freshman. Um, so hopefully he gets an opportunity in this game as well against yeah. the Badgers. Elijah yeah, Badger. it's really – Oh, yeah. It's just really exciting because, I mean, you think about – you have just so many of these young guys that have an opportunity to show out here. And mm-hmm. it. I feel like whether it's fair or not, this game is going to kind of dictate, dictate the hopes that a lot of Arizona State fans have for next year. Um, and so it's just – it's going to be really exciting to see kind of all these young guys have an opportunity against a, a and, really – good big 10 team and maybe it's just the name but chad johnson jr as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> um all right let's get to herm uh what the hell does this game mean for herm first of all i don't know if we talked about this do you agree with the opportunity of bringing herm edwards back um yes i think i do i wouldn't have blamed them if they got rid of him um yeah. it's definitely like when you, the, when, I mean, we keep talking about the expectations. When you have the expectations that yep. this team had coming into the year, you have to do better than they did this year. Um, but I just, I don't know. I think Herm is a good coach, and I just, I don't have a problem with him getting another opportunity because, I mean, you think about you have a young team coming in, and you have a quarterback in Jade in JD five that is comfortable with Herm presumably like yeah. I feel like it's it's it, it would just only hurt the team more to bring in a new coach and kind of have them start from scratch going into this next season yeah and so I agree with it in that sense um 
Yeah, I, I don't yeah. have a problem with him being back. I, I think this 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 game uh, again. It's you. What I've been saying since this game was announced is that this ASU t- team that's playing this game for the most part is what you're going to see next year. Um, so a win would go a long way for these for guys, sure. and definitely for Herm, um, setting the tone for what to expect next year. Um, you can't really expect. ASU to put up a bunch of points. And if you don't expect that, you can bet the under in this game on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, let me get that number really fast. While I'm while I'm searching for this, uh, have you did you make any bets today off of your bets on the bet show? Oh, I bet all of them. Nice. See yeah. that? Thank you. I, I you have to. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not gonna come out here. I'm not gonna come out here and give the people these perfect takes and then not put my own money behind it. <laughs> Good. Uh, that line right now is are the over unders at forty one. Uh, the the line has moved. ASU's only six point underdogs now. Um, I'm taking Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, so am I. No, and, I, and the I, under. I'm probably staying away from this game. Um, Fair. Spread wise, I think I will take the under though. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, no. I I actually set a rule for myself. I'm not betting any unders in bowl season. There's just no point. Um, it's just it, you you're a coward and. Um, you, you, you just can't bet unders in bowl season. It's just, it's, it's not fun. It's just not fun to do. Um, betting true. unders in general is hard, but betting unders in the bowl season is just, is just crude. I agree. Um, but if there was, a, if there was a game to take the under in, it would be this yeah. young offense versus yeah. so, best mm-hmm. defense in the big. So 10. if you want to do that, head over to the DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook app this week. Um, they have a good deal right now. You bet just um five dollars i believe is that what i said at the start of the show no just one dollar one dollar on any team to score in the nfl and they score when you sign up using that promo code phnx you get a hundred dollars in free bets this week at the DraftKings sportsbook app that's 21 plus arizona only gambling problem call 1-800 next step new customers only eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for more details also guys subscribe to go phnx.com please 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 be part of the family have fun with us we got a uh we got a billboard up now we're big time Oh yeah, I'm Does, so excited it, to see it. I was very disappointed that my face isn't on. I was literally, yeah. I swear, those were the words that were coming out of my mouth. I was going to ask if your face was on it. Yeah, it's a missed I'm, opportunity, in my opinion. I'm very, very disappointed that my face isn't on it, but that's okay. Um, you can help support the cause, and maybe if we get enough subscriptions, my face can be on a billboard off of the 202, um, going east, um, right next to Tempe Marketplace, where that billboard is right now. So keep an eye out. Ow! Leave a comment that you want Shane's face on it. My cat just bit me. I'm sorry. <laughs> just just because you weren't paying enough attention? Yeah, he's very, very frisky right now. He made <laughs> his appearance on the Bet Show this morning yeah, as yeah. well. But yeah, guys, 50 cents for your first month, or you can get an annual subscription for just under 60 bucks. You also get a free T-shirt. Um, so go ahead and do that. So I have a question for you. We already asked if we really care about bull games. I think the consensus was yes. What? But Okay, so some of these games, if you're not a fan of the teams, it's like hard to be like, yes, this really matters for them. What would be a better alternative as like a prize or an incentive for winning a bowl game rather than just congratulations to the Arizona State Sun Devils? They are the winner of the 2021 Panera Bread Bowl and they get like fucking salad. Like what's a better <laughs> what's a better incentive? Like maybe like a scheduling thing for the next season or like kind of like what the MLB does with the all-star game, like a game that doesn't really matter, but then it matters for the conference. Like maybe the conference gets funding. Like, do you have any ideas? Um, I don't, I don't know if there's really like, it's, it's hard. I mean, maybe now with like all of these, with like the emergence of NIL, like Mm -hmm. if you, I mean, if you can give these players like NIL deals from the sponsors of the bulls, 
um that's maybe something but it's it's hard because it's a, a meaningless game so you can't yeah. i mean ultimately it's a meaningless game so yeah. you can't really incentivize it too much um in terms of an alternative for bowl games i would love to see this is something i've thought about before i would love to see kind of like um a like all-star games from the conference yeah for sure like if you if you i mean obviously you have i mean if you're one of your teams in the college football playoff then the, those that team's not sending players to the the your conference's respective pro bowl team or whatever but it would be so cool if you had like an all if you had an actual all pac 12 team versus like an actual all big 10 team i think that would be exciting to watch but um i don't know i don't have a problem with like we said i don't have a problem with the way bulls are now so if it's not broke don't yeah. fix it but i think i mean there's things with, you could do there, there's potential with the nil stuff like maybe like in the famous idaho potato bowl which by the way did you see that lineman throw up no. Oh my God, it's so great. Well, I'll <laughs> I'll send you the clip after the show. It's amazing. If you guys haven't seen that yet, um, uh, the left tackle for I forget which team it was, but he uh he he's lined up at the line of scrimmage inside the red zone and he throws up and then continues to block. It was it's pretty great. Um, but yeah, for the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, like maybe like you get a potato dinner if you win and the loser doesn't. Yeah, or for free French fries for life. Okay, that's a little much. Or right? for a year, for a season. There you go. That's good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, maybe the Las Vegas Bowl, you get to ride circus circus stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that place is actually really fun. Um, you ever been on the Stratosphere rides? No, I'm definitely afraid of heights. Yeah, I I, I went up there thinking I was going to do it, and then I was like, nope. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't blame you. All right, as I promised, uh, we'll get to the some of the players that will be out. I'm sure most of you already know this, um, but Rashad White, obviously, Chip Trainum, obviously, Jake Lucas and Jack Jones opted out, Darian Butler opted out. More players might not play due to COVID. We just don't know exactly the list yet. We'll have everything for you tomorrow. And then Johnny Wilson and Jordan Porter, obviously, because they're transferring. Um, and then we'll have the full list for you tomorrow for sure. Uh, and tomorrow we will be live around four or five, I believe, uh, on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So make sure to subscribe if you haven't done that yet. Um, smash the like button for the video tomorrow. And if you're, since you're listening on audio, leave a nice five star review about um, what should we leave it about today? I think you should re- leave a review saying that you want Shane's face on a billboard. Yeah, leave a review saying that you want Shane's face on a billboard, and maybe it'll happen. Maybe, um, maybe my cat will stop biting me because he's doing this right now. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, tomorrow we'll we'll have a very fun episode. Not only will we be previewing the bowl game, but we will also be. Uh, just showing it'll be like our friday shows we'll have a little fun we'll uh we might even drink a little bit don't tell my mom um and also we'll have a guest on um nick murphy who is a former um asu player played in the nfl as well as a punter so don't miss that we'll be previewing the game with him a little bit gonna be a good time um, so make sure to turn your notifications on if you're subscribed. And if you're not already subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. You can follow me at Shane Deef on Twitter. You can follow Sean on Twitter at Sean underscore DePause. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Sun Devils so you don't miss anything. Uh, guys, it's been a pleasure as always. And we'll be back tomorrow at 5. Peace.